Let us pray. Shatter the silence, mighty God, with your glad and glorious greetings. Banish all our fears and give us faith in Jesus Christ, the risen Lord. If there is anything said tonight from this pulpit that is against your will, let it come to naught and do no harm. But if there is anything said from this pulpit tonight that is according to your will, let it be heard as if sung by the voice of angels, that hearing we might believe and believing obey. Amen. When I was your age, we tell our children, when I was your age, I used to walk to school, uphill, both ways, in snowdrifts. And if I dropped my lunch, I was out of luck. Oh yeah, they ask, why didn't you just pick it up? And we squint at them. Do you know how hard it is to pick up a handful of warm oatmeal out of a snowdrift? When I was your age. When school closed down for what was supposed to be a few days last March, I shook my head dismissively at my children. When I was your age, and I settled in to tell my story, and so it came to pass that there was a great ice storm in the state of Maine, and for three days the ice fell from the sky, and the power lines became so heavy that they snapped like weak dental floss. Power was out for weeks, and I remember the white birches on the side of the road, how they would bend over from the ice that weighed down their branches. That is what the worst storms do. They weigh us down so that we can't stand up straight. The schools, I went on, the schools were shut down for at least two extra weeks. Two extra weeks. <laughs> so much for that story. Nine months later, and they still haven't been to school. And so they have earned an all-time great when I was your age story. It is the story of the storm that has been this year. A storm that has made us into those white birches. It has weighed us down and bent us over so that it is difficult to stand. And so it came to pass I wonder if that is how the story of this year, the year of the storm, 
the storm of this pandemic. I wonder if that is how it will be how it will become to be told. And so it came to pass. It is how the story of Jesus came to be told, at least as Luke tells it in his gospel. And so it came to pass. It is a phrase used as many as 396 times in the King James Version of the Bible. And so it came to pass. And when it is used, we know that some sign of hope is about to come from the storm. When Noah opens the window of the ark after the flood, The Bible tells us, and so it came to pass. When God initiates the exodus out of Egypt, the Bible tells us, and so it came to pass. When Israel's monarchy transitions from the mad king Saul to David, the man after God's own heart, the Bible tells us it came to pass. When it was time for Israel to stand up and go home after the exile, to return to Jerusalem and rebuild its walls, Nehemiah says, it came to pass. And here in Luke, as Luke tells this story, a story like those other stories, a story of how God lifts his people up out of discouragement, a story about how God's people emerge from this storm of despair. When Luke tells this story, the story of the birth of Jesus, God's greatest dream for us coming true. What does Luke say? He says, it came to pass. And so it came to pass. It came to pass in those days, Mary brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and she laid him in a manger. But before she did, you know that before she did, before she laid him in that manger, she did what every mother is meant to do. She held him. She held her new baby. She held him like the storms had held the people of God. She held him like the storm of being unwed and pregnant had held her. She held that baby like the storms hold onto us and threaten to weigh us down so that we can't stand up straight. She held that baby and the storm. It came to pass. That ice storm in Maine, it came to pass too. 
it came to pass as we did what Mary did on Christmas. It came to pass as we held the ones that we love. I remember, yes, those birches that were bent over on the side of the road. But I remember, too, wood stoves burning hot as we huddled around them and kept one another warm. I remember it as the Bangor Daily News reported. To get through the dangerously cold, icy days and dark, endless nights, Mainers had to rely on neighborliness, Yankee ingenuity, and sheer stubborn cussedness. All over the state, people extended helping hands to one another. We held on to one another, and the storm, it came to pass. The Bible tells us that Christmas is a time to celebrate the birth of Jesus and how on Christmas Mary gives birth to this boy and she holds him. God comes so close that he gives us someone to hold. Mary gets to hold him tonight. But we get to hold on to him too. And as we do, and the storm clings to us, we should know that he clings to us more closely. And as he does, we need to take time to remember how important it is to hold on to one another. Because One day, our children are going to remember this Christmas. They're going to look back, and they're going to remember what this was like. And maybe they will even tell the story of this Christmas to their children. When I was your age, they might say, there was a great storm that we called COVID. But it didn't break us. No, we made it through. You should have seen the way that we held on to each other. You should have seen the way that we supported one another. You should have seen how everyone put in just a little more kindness, a little more thoughtfulness. You should have seen how everyone put in just a little more goodwill during that Christmas season. 
When I was your age, there was a storm. But that storm came to pass. Friends, on Christmas, we remember that Jesus was born. He was born to live in this world, to redeem this world, to bring peace into this world, and to stay in this world. And because he came to stay, all the storms, the storms of today and any storm that has a mind to come tomorrow, because he came to stay, they will come to pass. Stay warm, everybody, and Merry Christmas. Amen.